Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. How long have we been recording for? One minute and 12, 13, 14 15 seconds. All right, we're we're live is what you're trying to tell me. Yes. Um here's the thing, okay? It's, what's the thing? Where I am right now, I cannot see the red light. You can't see the red light. Okay. The red light. So that's not so, your fault though. So, so that's that's nothing to do with you. That's me and my setup over here. Right. And me trying to bring sexy back. Right. You ain't got nothing to do with that. So do we need to get an on-air sign? So we hit record. It just turns on behind me or something. I mean, we can put it eventually. Nah, we, we can't put it behind me. JK's back there. Yeah, I can't put it behind. But like eventually, yes, it would just be kind of like unnecessary right now. <laughs> I just need to be like, put my head on a swivel. You know what I mean? Because I'm, I'm I'm on this side where the mic. Matter of fact, it's the mic. So I'm not even talking to the mic. Have you noticed that? Yes. I don't, and you don't say <laughs> crap about it. But you do good sometimes, and then sometimes you veer over to the, you veer over here. Where I got to hear you a little more. I got to my notes. See, now my notes is like. See, I think I think it's time, it's time to get some better stands. You think it's time? Yeah. All right, well, let's. We need to get some, some better, we need to get some, the stands that can move these kind of away from the table some. Yeah. So we don't have to be like, you know, up there on the mic like that. Yeah. So we kind of sit back a little bit. I feel like we need to change but like the whole process. We just need to be like on, on the couch potting. Okay. And like shoot it like we're on the couch. Right. 
What do you What do you guys think? You guys don't watch our YouTube videos, yeah, anymore, yeah, so yeah. it doesn't matter. <laughs> also, Steven Spielberg is coming for fur our head too, so there's that. Yeah. <laughs> so we're about to not we're about not to have a podcast anymore. You know what I haven't looked at uh, to see because the Steven Spielberg uh, hates us. He I, he hates us because he hates us. <laughs> I haven't looked to see um, if the last video got any kind of hits on it. Wasn't that the Wasn't that the last video? Uh, well, one just dropped Saturday. The one before it was the one that had was the Fablemans. Yeah, yeah. And Stephen came for us. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah, he got us. You know, Christopher Nolan. I'm just saying, would allow it and not, you know, be like, oh, copyright infringement. We're going to get canceled here soon, so I should probably shut up. <laughs> probably uh, things we're not supposed to talk about. Things we're not supposed to talk about, but Clyde has a big mouth, and the mic is in front of his mouth now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Not to the side, so you're going to get all of this <laughs> all of it's hot takes, out. okay? All of it's coming out. Um, That's awesome. Dude, I rewatched Tenet last night. Okay, nice. I... Thoroughly love this movie. Speaking Did of Christopher Nolan, figure yeah. it out yet? Um, no. Okay. Uh, you, you know what? Little. It's one of those movies where, like, little by little, you start piecing it more and more understanding. I got you. Because that first watch, you're literally like, no clue. Two and a half hours in, you're like, I don't know what's going on. Right. Right. But it looks amazing. That's fair. And then you watch it again. You're like, okay, I kind of start to see what's happening. I don't know what's going on. And but like, it just take it just takes a while. Right. So. Probably by like the hundredth watch, I'll know that the John David Washington's character's name is the protagonist. Gotcha, gotcha. I'll figure that out eventually. So okay, yeah, man. Some notes to that. Yeah. How was your weekend, brother? Uh, my weekend. It's Tuesday. We're recording on a Tuesday. Uh, yeah, that's my it fault. Doesn't feel right. It's on me. I mean, um, New Year, New You, yeah, baby. Yeah. I get it. It's Tuesdays. That's where I'm at. <laughs> my, uh, my workflow is uh, moved from Mondays. Now it's Tuesdays. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, the weekend uh, practice, uh, band practice, and then just adult stuff. Yeah, I got you. Chores, grocery shopping, bed bath, paying beyond. bills, Lowe's. Yeah, that stuff. All that stuff. <laughs> got it. <laughs> yeah. Go to bed bath. We didn't have enough time. Be, we didn't have enough time for bed bath. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna be a good Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, man, yeah. Uh, good deal, great. brother. Good deal, good deal, good deal, man. Uh, went to um, Chapel Hill. Yes, saw that. Yeah, uh, watched Carolina get beat to a bloody pulp by Notre mm. Dame, the Hunchbacks. Um, is that a common thing? Uh, no, they've actually been. They actually came into to this game undefeated. Well, I mean, against not, Notre Dame, yeah, yeah, yeah. They played Notre Dame every like three or four years, and usually we play each other close. We did play gotcha. each other close. It's only lost by like nine points, but it just wasn't a pretty game for, yeah. for them there. But you know, it is what it is, man. Football season, football season, football season. Yes, sir. The, the ball's going through the net. Um, that's soccer. Um, or basketball. Yeah, that's also. But, but the but the net but, could be. The kicker's net on the sideline because he's practicing the, the the drop kick. I don't even know. Don't you guys know how much I watch yeah. football. Um, <laughs> bro, shout-outs to one of the best 
experiences I've had at a All restaurant. Right. Went to Beef and Bottle. Okay, where's that at? Um, South Charlotte on Tryon. Okay. Me, the lady, um, four of the couples, we all went to Beef and Bottle, and it was dope. Okay. Um, like, this is the oldest steakhouse in the Carolinas. Oh, they wow. aged their steaks for 14 days. I don't know what that means. I was about to ask the same thing. I kind of, like, uh, they just set it out in, like, the sidewalk. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. But Nick, I, I got a. Like, uh, Nick Nick's uh, meat bucket. <laughs> New girl. Classic show. <laughs> Classic show. Tastes Speaking like, of that. Tastes like meat tasted before we had electricity. <laughs> Speaking of uh, New Girl. Just real quick, there was the, you know, because I follow, like, the new girl. Like, something popped up on Instagram where, and it was, like, one of the scenes where Jess runs in and Nick's on the couch. She's like, pretend you're gay. Pretend you're gay. Pretend you're gay. Pretend you're gay. kind of gay So, then, like, the guy walks in. He's like, she's like, hey, this is Nick. And he goes, yeah, I'm Nick. Uh, but my friends sometimes call me gay Nick, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> So stupid. <laughs> oh, that was like, awesome. Yeah, Just uh, fantastic, man. Um, but no, uh, beef and bottle was dope. Um, good drinks, good good wine. Uh, Twenty four ounce T bone. Oh boy, yeah, that was. I had the meat sweats. Oof. It was bad. My, um, wife, my wife listens to this. We'll be going there next weekend. Oh, um, I'm sorry. Because <laughs> you're going to be out a pretty penny. It's fine. Because she doesn't listen. My wife doesn't either, so don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to this week's episode of Movie in a Pod. I'm Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Rielovich. On this week's episode, we are discussing the trailers for Knock at the Cabin, Focus Focus 2, Episode 6 of She-Hulk, and our Movie of the Week, Bottle. All right, team, uh, we're going to watch these two trailers coming at you. Hopefully no copyright infringement this week, guys. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So, knock at the cabin. M. Night Shamalama Ding Dong. <laughs> All right, we got a horror mystery thriller here. While yep. vacationing, a girl and her parents are taken hostage by armed strangers who demand that the family make a choice to avert the apocalypse. Um, so the one thing that M. Night is really, really good at is cutting trailers. And it keeps you, like, engaged into, like, what is going on, what is going to happen. I need to know what happens next. Um, I, just like in regular fashion with him, is there some sci-fi thriller? Like, is there, like, a, what's, there's going to be a twist. Oh, yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? Who knows if it's supernatural? Who knows if it's, like, science fiction? Who knows? But there's always something. It's always super weird. It's always super weird, yeah. and you don't really get it at first. 
like Bruce Willis was dead the entire time. Oh my god! Spoiler alert. Um, I mean, if you have not seen, <laughs> not seen the Fifth Element, that's your fault. Okay. <laughs> right. Right. The Sixth Sense. I'm sorry. Wrong. Wrong movie. There. Yeah. I'm just getting those mixed up. Luke Besson movie. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, it looks intense, but like, you don't know what's going on. Old kind of pissed me off. <laughs> the trailer of the movie. The trailer was awesome. <laughs> the movie pissed me off. Um, I don't know if I'll be in the theater for this one, man. I, I don't. I just. Uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't go see old. I watched it at the house, and it yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. It was all right. Yeah. It pissed me off. You know, it's kind of. It wasn't as weird as I was going to hope it was going to. As I hoped it was going to be. Yeah. The twist. The twist wasn't. Just wasn't like a big deal. It didn't seem like. I feel like he's lost his kind of like his his mojo for right. the, for that kick. You know what I mean? Like, right. so I don't know what's gonna happen here. Um, yeah. We, what are your guys' thoughts here? We'll put it on our socials. Uh, Knock at the cabin, the new M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong movie. Ding Dong. Um, yeah. Let us know your thoughts. I'm not excited about it. Javi's probably going to watch it on the couch. Am I right? If I watch it, yes. If he watches, it, he's going to watch it on the couch. I'm my man Dave Batista in there, so I'll probably get it. I'll probably check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Make it happen. Um. Yeah. Uh. Sign, sign me up. <laughs> I, I don't know. You're going to read the description. You know. Is it? Talk to me, brother. It, it, the way I'm looking at, it, or the way the trailer played, it's it gonna do. Like, it's gonna do more numbers than a Top Gun Maverick, okay? Yes, yes. And it's dropping on Disney Plus. I don't know how it's gonna happen, but it's going to happen. But like for the trailer, it seems it doesn't feel like a sequel. It feels like another movie, but the same people. Isn't that kind of how Top Gun Maverick was? No, no, no. Yeah, it was a sequel. But no. it didn't feel like a sequel. It was a story by itself. Well, well, this one... Well, no, it went back to the other movie, flashback to all that stuff. But this one, this one trailer didn't really link this to the previous movie at all, other than... The cat? Well, the, the, ghoul, the ghoul at the end? But, We're back, witches? <laughs> yes, but it's like, it's a whole new thing. Oh, I love it. Like, it's not... Yeah. Like there was no other no other link other than the witches and Salem. But witches live on, it, bro. It didn't show any like links to the previous movie, I guess is what I'm saying. I, like, I like get exactly I'm just messing with you. Yeah. I get exactly what you're saying and don't care. Still here for it, okay? <laughs> Bet Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, Kathy Namji. And a whole host of a new cast here. Yeah, I'm I'm here for it, bro. Oh, yeah. Um, did you enjoy Hocus Pocus when you were a kid? Yeah, yeah. Um, loved it. Uh, definitely excited about this one, man. It was always just like a a thing that was just like campy, yeah, stupid, a little, funny, a little cringy. A, little, a lot of cringy, <laughs> a lot of cringy, but we were here for it though. Right. You know what I mean? Like we were here for it. 
it was just a good time. Yeah, it's just one of those things that turned into a classic, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I like the kind of uh, use of the the Roombas. Yeah, the flying Roombas. That was an interesting <laughs> little touch to bring it into the time. Uh, <laughs> and the other one had to think of Swiffer. Yeah, <laughs> so, let's go. 2022, baby. This is New Salem, uh, yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm down for it. Yeah, this one is going to be fun. Once again, it's probably going to be one one of those where, like, there's going to be several laugh-out-loud moments. Yeah. But mainly, it's just going to be like, hmm. <laughs> you know, it's just, you're watching it for the nostalgia. You're watching it to see yeah. those three witches back on uh Screen there. I, I don't think there's ever been in cinematic history because, like, you've done vampires and any and all type of vampires. There's been famous ones. There's been Dracula has done a thousand times yeah. there, right? There's the Twilight stuff. So, like, vampires been done. Werewolves have been done. Um, er, basically, anything and everything has been done. But like, witches, <clears throat> other than like the witches, um. This is the essential like witch movie. Oh, did you like see the craft? Yeah, those were teeny bopper witches, though, man. I they were still pretty terrible people. Oh yeah, one thousand, <laughs> one thousand per, percent. Those, those are the movies that I think we talk about. But you got one that's a comedy of witches, then you got the other one, which is the craft, which is not so much the comedy as it is just like a drama yeah. type thing. Those are the two movies that pop into my head. You talking about this and, or you talking about the witches, or you talking about this as the comedy? Um, Hocus Pocus has the comedy. Hocus Pocus has the comedy. Have you ever seen the witches? I don't think so. <clears throat> we got to cover that over Halloween. Okay. Not the one that came out with, um, like the black kid that dropped with uh, Anne Hathaway. The one that came out years ago in the nineties. <laughs> In the 90s there, so. Uh, yeah, I don't uh, believe I've, uh, if I have, do not 1990, recall. 1990, The Witches. Oh, baby. With, um, a little tiny baby. With Angelica Huston, <laughs> who played, uh, who played the, the, the lady, the mommy from Let's Adam's see. family, Morticia Adams. So this was The Witches in 1990. Yeah. Such a good flick. Solid. Which is in 1990. But like a- a- HBO Max had a drop with Anne Hathaway. And uh, Chris Rock was the voice of the kid. Uh, it was pretty good, but not as good as the original. The original was just like. I am actually may have caught this with Christina at some point. Nice. Uh, but I'd have to. But I remember which one you're talking about with Anne Hathaway. Yes. I definitely saw that one. Oh, yeah. yeah as yeah. soon as it dropped, I was yeah. like, yeah. Anne Hathaway, she's the greatest actress uh, of all time. Yeah, this one, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I've seen this one or not. Okay. okay we got to cool. add it to the list, Let's bro. Let's do it. All right, guys. Hocus Pocus 2, are you excited for it? Is this your favorite witch movie? Uh, Is there any others that you really enjoy? Any that we haven't even talked about? Let us know in the comments, guys. Definitely. I don't want to mess up your video. I appreciate that. That's important. Yeah. Right? Because you got to get this 
Tom Cruise and Enrique Iglesias on. You know, I don't know why I'm Tom Cruise and you're Enrique Iglesias. I don't know why I, mean, I match somebody you know, who knows of like Spanish origin and I'm short and white and fifty, almost sixty years. Old. I don't know why I did that. Okay. <laughs> Oh, you know, sometimes uh, when you're not all heroes, moment, when you're in the moment, things happen. Not all know? heroes wear capes, right? I mean, they sometimes fly, you know, F one fifty Raptors, whatever. Nothing like like Tom Cruise. I mean, I what if I do this? There it is. I, Thank I got you. you. I see it now, man. There it I is, it man. Now. You've also never seen me run before, dude. <laughs> High knees to the to the chest, bro. <laughs> All right, man. Um, episode yeah. six, we go to a wedding. Uh, Jen is a bridesmaid in a friend's wedding, a stressful event compounded by uniquely She-Hulk issues. Uh, just Jen. Right. Just Jen. I, you know, one thing I've really liked about this is their titles. Oh, yeah. Solid. The, the, the customized intro has been fantastic. And it, it changes every week. Yep. And it literally... This like, obviously we're not thirty something year old women, but it, these episodes are so relatable with what she's going through, right? Because right. we've been there adjacent, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with so many yeah, different yeah. people that we know and love and respect, we've been there adjacent, and it's like, oh, you don't really get a plus one, or yeah, you got to walk down the aisle with this person, yeah. or you know what? You're super gorgeous and super popular. Like this is my day, like. You calm the f out, please. Yeah, yeah. Like that's exactly. I've encountered the. I've seen these conversations <laughs> happen, man. Wild. Talked about this episode, um, brother. Yeah, just another super fun episode. Yeah. Uh, not a whole lot of super power, super heroing going on. No. Uh, we're real. We're real into now. The the people, right into. And I can't remember the other girl's name. Her assistant uh, cannot remember her name, but she's working with the other lawyer now. Nikki. Nikki. There you go. Uh, we get to see a lot of her this episode. Her and Mallory, they work together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was actually a good storyline. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. It was pretty uh, freaking hilarious. And I, I really enjoyed how it came together, right? Like, uh, where Mallory's tell her, don't, don't tell Jen, don't tell Jen. And then it cuts the next scene. She's leaving her voicemail about the whole situation. Yeah, I was told uh, not to tell you, but uh, that's doing not, it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like prototypical, like best friend, good friend. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, this would be our little secret yeah. there. So, girl, yeah. okay, <laughs> this is what this B said at the job today. About you. So, <laughs> you're on point today with, with uh, looking like Tom Cruise and talking like Nikki Ramos. Nikki's friend, or Jen's friend, Nikki. So, no, nah, man, so this this was cool, man. I, the wedding was, you know, we didn't see the wedding. We saw, like, the reception. We saw the everything leading up yeah. to it. Um, I did, I did, like, Jen was like, yo. I'm going to She-Hulk and like, I'm going to have a moment because yeah. I haven't really had a moment and like looked good and yeah, comfortable in my own skin. She was yeah. ready to party, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm really liking, you know, it's it's building her origin still, but it's doing it in a very fun way, not 
it's not really long drawn out on one specific situation. Yeah. We're just looking at, okay, she's a superhero, but she's still Jin. And she's still got to deal with Jin, but she's also got to deal with She-Hulks. So now, now we're really seeing both sides start to collide. And let's, like, love the fact that she even says, like, yeah, probably not the most opportune time for me to attend the wedding, but uh, we're going to do it anyway, yeah. right? Like, this is real life. This is what happens. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they always happen at the worst possible time. Exactly. Right? You know? <laughs> uh, Darren and yeah. Jen, if you're listening to this, April 1st, your wedding, Mexicano. Super excited, okay? 64-ounce <laughs> tomahawk steak with some tequila. Yeah. It's going down. So that is an opportune time. So that does not mean about you, but there's a lot of other <laughs> weddings I've been to. Yeah, we won't discuss those people, but we're excited about y'all's. Oh, Me good. and JP are getting um, good. tequila lit, if you know what I oh, mean. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, dude. Uh, favorite moment from this uh, episode, brother? Talk to me. Uh, I believe it's going to be when uh, uh, Nikki is sitting on the table talking to all the the ladies. Yeah. And working out their deals and finally kind of getting to shine. Yeah. Right. She's been doing a lot behind the scenes, but this was an episode where she, we got to see her for her. Um, That was my favorite scene. And I love that because, you know, when Jen started at this firm, it was like, can I pick my um, paralegal? And they're, yeah. like, they're like, I don't give a damn what your paralegal yeah. is, right? <laughs> right? So, like, you think she's kind of going to be, like, that Robin side sidekick, which, like, doesn't do much, though, right? Right. And now you're kind of seeing her start to flourish a little bit, and I, I love that for this character, yeah. right? You're fleshing all these characters out. And she's very uh, uh, descriptive and talked about Wanting to be more here, right? Yeah. She's like, oh, I get to hang out with Mallory. You know, get to see what's going on over there. So, yeah, she's been uh, slowly building up to this episode. Definitely. But about you, man? Um, I, you know, we got a taste. We got a glimpse of uh, Jen versus Tatiana. Yeah. Um, But I like they actually duked it out. Yeah. It was really, really cool. Um. But I like that she's still trying to like figure her powers out as well. <laughs> so she's like, she got popped, her little shoes off. popped her little shoes. It was super cute, right? Like she popped her little shoes off. She's like, wait, I'm let me just yeah, get I, I undrunk. For, I gotta figure this yeah, out. I right? forgot I forgot how to do it. <laughs> nah, man. Uh this is cool. And then we get that little spoiler at the like cliffhanger at the end where like, you know, the guys who stabbed her try to stab her when she was um I think dude that she was hanging out with is is somebody. Not good. At gotcha. the wedding. Gotcha. Um, He's way too nice. Way too we nice. We aren't like that. We aren't like that. We're, we are not. We're, <laughs> we're the worst sex on the planet. Literally the worst, right? right, right there's only, right. I mean, there's multiple. We're not going to talk yeah, about that, whole, though. Yeah, that's a whole, we have a to do that. at a male and female, we're the worst. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> um, So I feel like he's up to no good, but I'm thinking that's like syringe point two, you know, like. Yeah. 2.0 or whatever to like pierce her skin. Right. Or just use this guy to make her be like human and then yeah. pierce the skin or whatever. Yeah. Cause that's something we talked about. Like, uh, not being another personality like Hulk. Yeah. Like Hulk can take control. Even if Bruce is dead. Exactly. You know, can what, what happens with she Hulk? Cause there's not another personality. We've seen it off screen and, <clears throat> yeah. uh, you know, talked about it in the events of the, uh, 
in the events of Avengers. We've also seen it on screen in Ragnarok when he jumps <laughs> off, the, <laughs> off the ship. Yeah, yeah. It just thunk. Yeah. So good. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that was a good can, we just, can we just redo that movie yeah, on the yeah. pod? It's so good. <laughs> All right, guys, are you still watching She-Hulk? Uh, are you still excited about this? Uh, what are your favorite moments of this episode, this season? Um, would you want to see a season two of She-Hulk? Guys, talk to us. All right, brother, you ready to jump into our movie of the week? Uh, one question. Yeah. Did you see uh, Tom Hardy? Winning Brazilian jiu-jitsu competitions. Okay. okay. Uh, this is this is a hot take, all right? You ready? And, and, and I, I think it's great. I, I think it's, the whole thing's, like, funny, but also good for him. I'm going to pull up his, I'm going to, I'm going to pull this up. I'm, let me pull this up real quick, because I have to, I got a bone to pick with Tom yeah. Hardy, actually. It's mostly wanted to talk about that video I sent you, too. That was fantastic. You're the one who sent me that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's the bone I want to own a pick. All right, dude. So, uh, not only is he like an actor, producer, screenwriter, his Wikipedia page now all says martial artist. Okay. Um, he's a gorgeous human being. He is married with three beautiful kids, right? He has been in movies with all the best. Yes. All the best. And now he wants to be a jiu-jitsu champion. Well, he is a jiu-jitsu champion. He's doing work. He's like, slow down, okay? He said, why? You know what I mean? Why? Like, (laughs) (laughs) you know how we used to, okay, so you know how, like, we used to go to, like, the club or the bar or whatever, and we would see a guy, and we'd be like, dude, save some ladies for us, okay? Right. That's what I'm saying to Tom. Like, dude. I mean... Save some he's jiu-jitsu got, and some he's stuff. Got, he's got that, Can I do something? Yeah, he, he had that beard all his hair was all messed up. He had his he had his uh gi open a little bit. <laughs> just, just a little chest hair out. Just embarrassing on, my man. man, dude. That whole that video. <laughs> my man's gotta go. He's like, dude, you go back to like your beautiful mansion and your yeah. family and kids, dude. You know what I mean? My man's gotta go to work tomorrow. Yeah, he's he's, he's gotta he got go do his nine to five, you know. He's gotta do the dolly part, you know what lost. I mean? And he lost. He took the L. Took the L, bro. Game White pre- probably left. Pressure last, right? Gosh. <laughs> yeah, I saw that, man. Um, he's just. I just thought that was an interesting bit of news. He's just the man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's the thing, right? He's just. He's just a dude. I mean, he's accomplished a lot in his life. And now he's on to his next thing. And like, I'm just, I'm just right here where, I'm on his Wikipedia page. And this is how much I'm, I'm a fan of him. I've seen every movie that that's listed right here, just in this paragraph oh alone. Star Trek Nemesis, Saw, Rock and Roller, Bronson, Warrior, Tinker Tailor, uh, Soldier Spy, Lawless, This Means War, Locke, we just did that, yes. The Drop, The Revenant, uh, Mad Max Fury Road, Legend, Inception, The Dark Knight Rises, Dunkirk, uh, Venom, Venom Let There Be Carnage. I've seen all those movies. Right. I've probably seen most of his movies. He is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. And you know what? I'm probably gonna watch Inception tonight. <laughs> that's a dream that's a little a, bigger, that's darling. A, that's, a, that's a commitment. I mean, it's like, it's like almost eight o'clock right I now. I don't sleep, <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> yeah, uh, Tom, Tom Hardy can do no wrongs. I mean, he broke Christian Bale in half. So 
There's that. Yeah. All right. Now you want to jump into the movie, sir? Yeah, I guess. That's He's fine. like, eh, whatever. I wasn't going to talk about Tom, but that's fine. This <laughs> is <laughs> the next 30 minutes. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. All right, guys. Uh, movie of the week here is Bottle Rocket. This movie was released in 1996. A few other movies that was released that year. A Time to Kill, Romeo and Juliet, Happy Gilmore, Scream, oh. The Cable Guy, oh boy. Dragonheart, and the first time Will Smith fought aliens, Independence Day. The global <laughs> event. That movie comes up so much. From Roland Emmerich. It's so good, though. It comes up it's so just, much. It's one of my favorite movies of all time, man. Dude, that's like the first movie that like I remember just being enamored by, like, production yeah. and scale and size and like I'll, all the actors bouncing off of each other and there's so many different plot points i would love for someone to keep up with like how many times uh independence day comes up that'd be fantastic i mean you got to understand something i talk about it in regular conversation with people <laughs> it's not just a pod. it's not just a pod thing okay every day you know you know when somebody does something stupid and they they like realize they did something stupid yeah. I, I say, welcome to Earth. Like All the some, time. Somebody's like showing you a uh, some kind of cool formula in an Excel spreadsheet. And you're like, oh, uh, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just going to give it a little yeah. virus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you remind me of Jeff Goldblum from Independence Day. Oh, yeah. So, um, all right. So, back to <laughs> Bottle Rocket, now guys. <laughs> this was directed by Wes Anderson, his first flick. This is written by Owen Wilson and Wes Anderson. We had a $5 million budget, and the box office brought in $560,000. Oh, yeah. Uh, starring, we have Owen Wilson as Dignan, Luke Wilson as Anthony Adams, Robert Musgrave as Bob Maplethorpe, That's James Conn. right there. <laughs> Strong. Uh, <laughs> James Conn as Abe Henry, uh, Lumi Carvazos as Inez. And a bunch of other people. A bunch of other people. A bunch there. of others. All right. We're not going to talk about Applejack. Well, I love that name. <laughs> Kumar. We'll get to him a little later, Devin. <laughs> Kumar. All right, man. Go ahead and give us a quick synopsis of this movie. Uh, yeah, basically, we have two guys who are doing robberies, and one of them falls in love, and then mostly everything after that, uh, pretty much. Does not go to plan. Nothing. It's, it's all bad. At all goes yeah, to plan. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's start at the top, man, with this uh, amazing cast of characters. We got sure. Owen Wilson as um, Dignan. He is the plan guy. Yes. He's mastermind. He's the mastermind. He's the one that, and these kids, they're like young. They're like yeah, in their yeah. 20s, you know what I mean? And... He says we need to just go ahead and do a few heists and we need to go on the lamb. We'll just be rich. Yes. But there's no plan after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just uh, there's no end game. It's just these robberies and then go on the run. Yeah. <laughs> there's absolutely no end game. There's no like, hey, let's end up here in Tahiti or somewhere. Yeah. It's just let's do this here. And I get it. So this is a product of his time. It's West Texas, it's the 90s, 
Yeah. Um, there's not much going on for a lot of people, so he turned to a life of crime. And I love how like he makes this big deal like they're like everybody's out looking for him, and like nobody really cares <laughs> nobody's about. For nobody's him. looking for him the entire time, dude. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, he is. Just, he's, he's supposed to be the mastermind man, but he's just like he doesn't have that kind of. I guess the compass like uh, Luke Wilson's character has, right? Yes, he's just kind of like you said. He's got two good plans, three good plans, but there's no. There's nothing else, right? It's just kind of what's right in front of his face. Yeah, he's almost like the person who goes like, <laughs> he's like, all right, I'm going to get in my car. And then I'm going to start my car. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm going to press the gas. Yep. I got nothing after that, guys. Yeah, yeah. Right, I got, I got yeah, nothing. got to put it in drive. Just, just, going <laughs> just Exactly. You know, he missed the step. <laughs> I, did, I did love, like, when he picks... Um, Luke Wilson's character, Anthony up from the <laughs> mental hospital yeah, that yeah. he, you know, was broke out in. Yeah. Um, they were on the bus going back. They were, he was basically showing them like all the plans and everything. <laughs> so, it was just a composition yeah. notebook with all these different plans. Yeah. He just sketched out little graphs and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's uh, just a wild character, man. And yeah. he just lets his imagination run free. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's all in. Oh yeah, on he's all in day. with it. But there's just like you said, just no real reason to it. Like, there's no let's go rob so we can go out and we can leave the country and go, you know, find a place and live there, live out the rest of our lives. There's none of that. It's just let's go let's, do it. Let's let's rob a place. It's the thing to do. <laughs> All right, let's move over to his brother. And I didn't know that Luke was the youngest brother. Hmm. I did not know that. So okay. all three are in this movie. Andrew's the oldest, Owen's the middle child, Luke is the youngest. I always thought Owen was the youngest, you know, when I was doing my research for this movie. Right. Had to figure all that out. Gotcha. So good, good deal, good deal. Luke Wilson is Anthony Adams. So we find this guy... And he is leaving a mental facility for, he's there for what, like depression or something of that nature? Yeah. What yeah, is he? Like, yeah. like he's, he needed yeah, some time away. Exhaustion, yeah. depression, stuff like that he, he's he's dealing with. And he comes it's, back. It's a voluntary place. It's, a vo- <laughs> it's voluntary. He's not, he's not locked up or like there for hard psychiatric reasons. And I will say like he's. He's the best of friends. Yeah. He's, he is. Because Dingham, like, makes this entire plan. Yes. He's going to gonna him break out. him out. <laughs> and, like, the not the warden, but, like, the his psychiatrist or whatever. Yeah. Like, dude, you can just go out the, the front door. What are you doing this for? Oh, I got my friend down there, and <laughs> I want to upset him, yeah. so I got to go through here. But I love, like, when he hit the when he hit the ground, he was, like, shaking everybody's hand and telling yeah, everybody yeah. to get <laughs> And like Dingham was still just kind of yeah. like hiding and stuff, man. Like they're boys. You can tell yeah. early on the, from the bat these guys are tight. They don't want to like upset each other, man. So I definitely appreciated that. <laughs> but Anthony, he has like this. You're right. He has like this North Star where he's there with Dingham and do all these crimes and everything. But 
you can tell he's just along for the ride. He doesn't really want to do it. Yeah, yeah. The entire time. Basically just backing him up. Hey, we're boys. You got me out of uh, (laughs) a facility that I voluntarily (laughs) was checked into. Um, (laughs) I appreciate you. I guess I'm I'm your ride or die or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, you know, he he definitely wants more out of life. And I, I do like that he eventually finds love in the weirdest place. Yeah. Yeah. At the, the, the motel, the motel that they're, a lot uh, of people find love at the motel on the, I hear. on the lamb, <laughs> on the <laughs> lamb. And he finds love at the motel with, uh, the beautiful Inez who we'll discuss in just a few minutes here. Oh yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. Uh, they just, they're just there, man. They seem to just drag people in with them too. <laughs> Just dragging people around at this point. Um, is is a is a as a whole here, like with these two guys, it's just none of it makes sense. No, none of it makes sense at all. It's just like, I guess it's just like their minds just random. It's 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 yeah, it's chaos. I think you got to put it in perspective of this, right? We were. Two young twenty-year-old kids as well. Right, we were kids at the time, right? And we'd go out and we'd do don't we not we wouldn't like hold up a bookstore like these right, guys right, yeah. did, a but store, <laughs> a bookstore. <laughs> we get some bookmarks. Can we get to, can we get to, do you have any bags any bigger than this? <laughs> we do that, but like you know, you go through a time in life where. You're out of the care of your parents. Yeah, just trying to figure it out. Trying to figure it out. And instead of kind of buckling down and getting a job and, you know, just being a reasonable adult, uh, these guys just decided they're going to rob, have money, and then go out on the lamb instead. So, like, that's... They rob... They rob Anthony's house, don't they? No, that was... They did that for... That was the test to see, like, how fast oh, they can do it. That's right. Right? Right. <laughs> and Anthony goes, you know, like, you still, like, the earrings from my mom, whatever. Yeah. And Dingham does, returns them. Yeah. But it's like, that was the entire test, man. Yeah. And you know, you can tell, like, right there, like, they're boys, but there's a little tension, and Anthony just kind of lets things go. Right. I, and I appreciate that room because Dingham's a little, uh, he's going to do whatever the hell he wants. Oh, yeah, yeah. To, wants to do there. Whatever pops up in that little brain of his, <laughs> he makes happen there. Um, let's talk about Robert Musgrave as Bob mm. Maplethorpe. Maplethorpe. So this is the third guy, and he is the driver, <laughs> um, the getaway driver yeah. of the, the team there. He's the getaway driver. Why? He's the only one they know who has a car. Yeah. I mean, uh, hey. I mean, you got supply and demand, right? <laughs> supply. <and laughs> Does he need a car? He's got one. He's a driver. All right, we're gonna we're gonna do a heist, guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going in. No, 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 not at all. I'll have the car running for you though. Hop in. Um, his character was was interesting, man, because he for damn sure didn't want to be on the land with them at all. Yeah, yeah. From the get go, <laughs> and this character. I felt like had the the most arc story arc in the whole movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> he grew the most out of everybody. 
hell no. You do try to see growth in the 90 minutes in this movie with people, and you see it a little bit with Anthony. Uh, you don't see it with uh, Dingham at all. Well, you see it at the end with yeah, Dingham, yeah, yeah. but like with Robert, who gets the least screen time out of the three, he has like the most arc. Yeah. Because every time we, <laughs> we get back to him and his story, something progresses. Yeah. Um, he has a shitty relationship with his brother. You know, his brother's almost about due time for the weed plant that they yeah. find in the back of the house. Yeah. Uh, come to find out later on, like, him and his brother are really, really good friends, and they're p- patching stuff together, and the, his brother's not calling him a shithead and stuff. So That, that reminded me, you know, of, of many relationships like that in the movies, but specifically from Weird Science. Yeah. With uh, Bill Paxton. Yes. <laughs> Being the older brother. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, but he grows. He grows. He he. At the beginning, he's real timid, right? He's like, "Y'all want me to do it? I'll do it." And then he bails on him. I mean, and then the cars were on the table. He put his cars yeah. on the table, though. He was like, <laughs> "You're right." But I love how he like he wanted to be a part of it. He like he was timid, wanted to be a part of it because he wanted to be one of the guys. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> he was just like, "Yeah, I don't want to do this anymore." <laughs> like, you know, so so, so I'm just gonna go. Yeah, um, and I love. Wes and- we'll talk about Wes Anderson and like the, uh, the the look and feel of this movie and everything in a little bit, but like that's when you start to see like his style where like you don't see it, you just see like the keys being picked up and oh, moves yeah. and everything. It's just it's just beautifully shot, man. Even back in '96, there. So '96. <laughs> All right, we uh, rest in peace. We have James Caan as Abe Henry. Talk to me, brother. Uh, yeah, we don't get him. We hear about him. Yeah, the whole movie. The whole movie. Uh, we don't really get to to meet him till the end. Uh, he's kind of he he comes off with the father figure vibe, right? Even though I love the way they introduce him with the when they're trying to get into the warehouse, <laughs> he's just <laughs> dumping the water. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. but it was so funny. It was dry. It was like a dry, <laughs> real dry thing. Because he's like. Uh, He's like, I already tried the door. I can't get in. He's like, try it again. Try it again. <laughs> so he tries the door. He puts more water on him. He's just like, and no Wilson's like, he he put more water. On. That's all he wanted to do. It was good, man. <laughs> Such a dry humor scene. Um, yeah, I mean, he's like I said, kind of a big brother, father figure thing, and he helps Bob grow. Yeah, right towards the end. That's another part of the arc there. Um. But he's just a dirty, grimy guy. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. yeah. Like, he is who Diggum lo- looks up to. Yeah. Wants to be like. Um, he owns a lawn care business, right? It's a front, though. <laughs> the, oh, man, I can't remember what it was called. <laughs> oh, no. Um, oh, no. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot what the name of it was. I forgot what the name of it was as well. But, yeah, it's definitely a, a front uh, the entire time, so. Uh, I did like his uh, his character, man, and like why they put that like jujitsu jitsu like karate scene when he when they came back to like see him and everything. Is this put like more like what does this dude spend his money on? He's getting like a private <laughs> karate lessons in his right. warehouse. Like why? West Texas in the nineties was weird, bro. Yeah, it was real weird. <laughs> dude was just he's hanging out in his underwear. Doing what he's got to do, brother. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember what the name of the thing was off the top of my head now. I can't even find it in here. No worries um, there. It's all good. Uh, 
but yeah, he he's ends up just being a, a dirty dude all the way around. Yeah, because he robs Bob at the end. <laughs> so good. So good. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Just robs Bob at the end. Like helps him out. Like is there for him. Like faces up to like his brother for him and everything. Yeah. And then just robs him at the end. <laughs> just a just a wild turn. Oh man. All right. Um Lumi Cavazos Inez. That's her name in the movie. That's fine. This is the love interest to Anthony Adams' character. Um, <laughs> they hit it off pretty fast. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know we have a 90-minute yeah. movie here, so it's really tight. But, um, yeah, they fall in love really, really fast. And I love it when... There he's just kind of making cocktails in the bathroom, or whatever, and then he <laughs> w- walks in. He just sees like all Always. like all the like the the workers of the motel yeah. in in the room. He's like, "What the hell's going on?" Right? Yeah. Anthony comes out of the Anthony comes out of the bathroom with like cocktails. He's yeah, about he's to like pour them up for everybody. <laughs> he's like, "Hey, I thought y'all were going to get haircuts." <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! Uh, but yeah, but this is the love interest, and this is what kind of gives him more motivation to yeah. not want to do these crimes and be out on the lamb anymore because um he's fell in love yeah it's always the girl that makes you change and she doesn't speak english yes at first she does yeah, not speak english is, and she she learned english very quickly so here's the thing <laughs> i don't know how much time lapsed between when he left her yeah to that phone call um but she learned English pretty damn quick. Yeah, she spoke very, very well. Very well. F- fluent. Okay. <laughs> she had Duolingo and Rosetta yeah. Stone, bro. Oh, no. She she Rosetta definitely Stone. was on it. <laughs> um, I mean, she played her part well. I mean, she was there. They didn't really veer from, like, the motel other than going out to a bar a couple yeah. of times, right? Yeah. When, he, when, um, he, when Anthony showed his insecurities, yeah. Yeah, and... And uh, she's, she doesn't speak English for most of the movie. And they're going on dates. And I guess it's just, that, I guess that's where you see just the love. Is the, the language of the love is what's keeping them there. Because they don't, they, he, he tries to talk to her. She's just like, yeah. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh. Very interesting. interesting. Uh, The one thing about Wes Anderson movies, including this one, is that there is a strangeness to them all. Yeah. Where, like, you're in scenarios and you're watching things happen. You're like, you know, like, you know, know when, like, we think a dog doesn't (laughs) understand, so they kind of turn their head. You're kind of doing that in a Wes Anderson movie. And that's, like, especially when they're at the bar and the dude walks away and they're just talking. And I'm just like, but you... You keep on talking, bro, and you're having like a full on yeah, conversation, but like she has no clue what you're saying. <laughs> right? I know. It's like a lot of exposition. That's what I was I was like, that's how I was doing. I was sitting there I was like <laughs> What is going on right now? Yeah. Yeah, he just talks to himself basically. <laughs> so then we got um that you know, it all culminates into them wanting to 
Dingham coming up with trying to figure out how to uh, do that last heist, right? Got the yellow, got yeah. the got the yellow coveralls or whatever. <laughs> yeah, bright bright yellow sign. And they're gonna bright, like bright go to the storage sign. facility and open this case, steal the money, but it goes terribly wrong, <laughs> right? And it goes the terribly wrong time. because like one Bob doesn't want to be there. Yeah, Anthony doesn't want to be, be there. Two other guys, um, Applejack and Kumar, don't know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> <I'm upset. laughs> he said, I don't know what's going on. And no, listen, that's Kumar, right? Yeah. He's like, you, you didn't know what you were doing the whole time. <laughs> you never knew what you were doing. That's like a, that's like the young Owen Wilson. Yeah. Like, okay, this guy's going to be a star. Yeah, like, you that. just know it, man. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, he's yelling at him, but he's yelling at him, like, so soft. And be like, dude, you just... Come yeah. on, man. Like, come on, dude. Like, yeah, that's Owen Wilson, yeah. That's it. We just know and love today, man. Yeah. yeah. He's definitely one of the best there. <laughs> All right, man. Um, so let's talk about just this, the sets there. The music didn't really uh, sprawl us that much yeah. here. Agreed. But uh, we had like 90s vibe West Texas, so yeah. a lot of sand. Um, you really are at the Bob's house. You really are at the motel. Um, and then the big, uh, I would say the big thing at the storage facility yeah. and them kind of going through that at the end, man, those are the three biggest set pieces, um, in the movie and the look and feel you get a really early Wes Anderson flick and you start seeing like his greatness and what he does from the get go. Wes Anderson is the, even the movie poster, like everything is in frame. Everything is like centered. There's yeah. angled perfectly, and that's just his style there. When you see Anthony like open up that window in the beginning, it's just perfect framing, right? Oh, <laughs> that's just his style. And then you see like when they're on the bus, and we talk about the the little composition notebook, and they're right. kind of going through the plans there, and just the camera is over zooming. Up the zooming. I love I love that. <laughs> yeah, I like that's that like too. that's definitely like his style. He does that very well, man. And the way the keys were taken and everything, I I just like Wes Anderson. His movies are weird. I watch them all. Um, his movies are weird. I like watching his technique as a director. He always gives us something fresh and new in, in his movies, man. That's what I enjoyed about this. And you saw it very, you saw it in like in his first flick. Really enjoyed. Um, so I try to come up with a theme for this, man. Good, good luck with that. I yeah. <laughs> It, like, it was, I, it, like I get, like I get what Wes Anderson and Owen Wilson was trying to do. Yeah. Okay? Like in, in writing this, I, I, I get that. Um, what well, ultimately at the end, it's like sacrificing, uh, Dignan sacrificing himself to kind of get everybody else away. Yes. Right. That's kind of, that's his arc. It's kind of going from, I guess, kind of selfish up front, and then, okay, you guys got to get out of here. So I'm gonna sacrifice myself, kind of thing. Yeah, and I I, th- I think, you know, they were less trying to do like a, a theme, and just more tell, like, young twenty something year olds in West Texas in the nineties. I think like yeah. literally Pl- that's playing better. Plan better. Plan better, yes. Yeah. That's the <laughs> if you're gonna steal, yeah. 
you're going to pull a heist, plan it better, yeah, damn it. Make sure you got guys who want to be there, not yep. Bob. Um, <laughs> Bob and Applejack. Applejack. <laughs> he got stuck in the elevator, didn't he? That yeah. Happened? yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I, I don't think there was a theme. He, they were just trying to tell a story, and they, they successfully did, about uh, lost 20-something-year-olds who don't really have a North Star, right. trying to figure it out, and what's next on their agenda. I think like that's the story that they were trying to tell, and we definitely got it here. And it brought us like the beautiful acting of who we love today, man, and Owen Wilson and Luke Wilson. Like Love yeah. these guys. So... All right, guys, so that is our conversation about Bottle Rocket, 1996, the first Wes Anderson-directed flick. What are your thoughts and ratings about this, brother? Uh, thanks for getting three buckets of popcorn from me, sir. Okay. Uh, these two Wilsons are funny. Yeah. They're funny. Um, and that's really what carried the movie, I felt like, is the cast. Um, all the way down to Applejack. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like you talk about the movie was very chaotic. Like, but I guess that's the it's mind, a really good word for it. Yeah, that, that's the that's the mindset of these two people, right? Yeah. It's just trying to figure it out. Don't really know what they want to do. Uh, but I'm just trying to. It's a damn good uh, word for it. I actually. was really, really trying to figure out where they spent five million dollars at. When I when I was done with the movie, that's probably all uh, James Con's salary. We always do this. Yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, I was sitting there. I yeah. Mean, in 96, a five million still isn't a, it's not a big budget, but where do you spend it in this kind of movie? Like, I just didn't see that part of it. You know what I'm saying? Other than the cast, but even then it was, you know, Owen and, and uh, Luke weren't humongous at this point, right? This is, yeah, this, this was like their first yeah, they they were just getting rolling, really. I want to see what the um, what the budget was for Independence Day. <laughs> well, no, just by by scale, by scale. I can't help it. Okay, came out the same year. Damn it. Okay, so this was so Bottle Rocket was five million. Yes. Okay. Independence Day, seventy five million. So just look at that like seventy million dollar difference. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, I mean they had eight, and I have so. no clue where the hell that five like yeah. that five million like where, what the hell did you? It was all James Conn. Yeah, <laughs> literally is what that was. You're right. Yeah, I mean, you gotta. I just I just don't see it. I mean, that was kind of the one thing that negative that came out towards the end was like where did all this money go? Um, but. Like I said, the Owens and the cast. I mean, he does really have care. that Alfa Romero spider. There. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. It's lapidated and functional, but it's, it's still an Alfa Romero spider. <laughs> yeah, so three buckets popcorn for me on this one. What about you, homie? Um, yeah, I'm right there with you, man. I'll, I'll give it three and a half buckets of popcorn. Um, I, I like the... It does kind of give you this, like... Even watching it now, I didn't obviously didn't watch it then. This was my first watch. Um, but it, you kind of get that grittiness from the '90s that I really like. Yeah. Um, there's no super gloss. No, you know not at I mean? all. Um, I did. The, I did enjoy that. That's what I was saying. <laughs> the when fun? you first sent it to me, uh, 
I was like, oh yeah, I forgot this one was recorded on like a, on a big VHS recorder. <laughs> what did you put like? Right yeah, there? yeah, on the shoulder. Yeah, because I've seen part of this movie before. Okay. Um, I don't think I watched much of it when I did, just because it's hard for me to get into those kind of, these kind of movies. Um, but we did this one for a purpose, right? Yeah. So, so I watched the whole thing. Uh, but yeah, I just I remember it just like watching me like. It really looks like they're just running around with big VHS recorders right now. Yeah. And yeah. once again, where's that five million? I mean, those those things were expensive, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> we uh yeah, so this is I guess three and a half bucks, man. I do like uh the Wilson brothers, yes. how they kinda go back and forth with each other. Um their dialogue is just great and obviously they're only a few years apart and they do that well on screen. Yes. I don't... They've been in a few other Wes Anderson movies together, um, but, you know, they were, like, literally side-by-side side almost in every frame right. in, in this movie, man. So I definitely enjoyed that. Um, the other thing that I did enjoy is just... For as chaotic it was, I enjoyed that. Okay. I enjoyed the chaos because... And I, it didn't really dawn on me until you actually brought the word up in your review it was really chaotic <laughs> and i think that's what west and owen was trying to kind of say right. right they were trying to display like the chaotic thoughts of these characters yeah. and the weird crap that they go through and thinking like digging and thinking he's doing a good job thinking he's the man yes pat on the back yep yeah and Anthony, knowing that it's not like that, but just going along with just it. Just going along with it, bro. That's what his bro, bros do, man. Yep. <laughs> All right, team. Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, Talking Through Bottle Rocket. Next week, we will be discussing the 2020 Jessica Chastain action thriller, Ava. And that's streaming on Netflix. I am Clyde Smith. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as I am Clyde D. Smith. I'm Javier Villalobos. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MrJ8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 